Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to a fresh episode of The Wake Up Call. I hope you're having a tremendous morning, day, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. Today's topic on episode 66, I wanna talk to you about the difference between the best and the most convenient. As a business owner, this is something that I I, I look at and I'm intrigued by. I, I look at how other people run their business and you know large corporations and I see how why I look at why the best companies do what they do and how they become the best because it's something that I try to implement into my own business. I don't just want to be an average business. I don't want to be just another statistic of a failed business. I actually want to produce the best results and the best experience for the people who I work with. But this is really an interesting thing from a consumer standpoint is when you are pursuing a fitness goal or a strength target, there's gonna be a few factors for you to consider. And me as a consumer of goods and services, I look at the same things that you do. So whether you're looking for a trainer or a you know, place to train at, or a program to purchase or a book to buy, there's a few different things to consider. But one of the things I think a lot of people overlook is the comparison of, do you want the best or the most convenient? And there's always going to be, a, it's it's multifactorial. Whenever you make a purchase or a, a buying decision or you're parting with money, there's a lot of things to consider, which is absolutely normal. You're looking at the cost of something, you're looking at, you know, location, you know, is it convenient? Is it viable? Is it in the budget? You know, should you purchase A or B? Is this website better than the other one? What's the benefits of having this versus the other one? All of these different things pop up. And this is the, this is what I find quite interesting. I'm going to just try and keep it within the spectrum of, you know, personal training, coaching, gyms, strength work, and becoming strong. Because that's what I do. I'm a, I am a strength coach. I am a personal trainer. But this is something I find fascinating: is people are always asking in some forum or chat, or if it's on, you know, Facebook, what have you. People are always asking: Does anybody know of any local gyms or trainers? This is a frequent question that pops up. Well, there's a lot of different options here. So are there any local gyms or trainers? Probably, there's probably quite a few, depending on where you live. And this is this is the interesting thing. It depends on what you're looking for. When you ask vague, bland, or generic questions, you are going to get bland, vague, and generic responses. What are you looking for in particular? Specifically, what are you actually looking for? Do you want access to a 24-hour gym? This appeals to a lot of people because they feel they get more freedom and a bit more luxury with their time. So they think, I can go when it's not busy. But the funny thing with 24-hour gyms is the people who attend them most of the time go at the same time they would at a regular gym that has certain hours, uh, certain opening hours that isn't open 24-7. So, you know, it's still going to be busy at 6 o'clock in the morning and it's still going to be busy and packed from 3 to 6 p.m. or thereabouts. People typically go before or after work. And yes, there are exceptions. There are shift workers. 
there are night owls who prefer to do things at 10 o'clock at night when people are sleeping or at 4 o'clock because they're up before the enemy. There are always outliers and exceptions, but for the majority of the time, people go before work, after work, or maybe it's in their lunch break. That's, that's just the way things are. So that's one option. You could be looking for a 24-hour gym. It might meet your needs, but it might not as well. You could also look into group fitness classes to see if that would keep you motivated. Set days, set times. You know, it might be 6 a.m. before work. It might be a, a 4.30 p.m. class, what, what have you. Might be spin, might be this, might be that. You could also look into boot camps, a local boot camp. And then you also have the option to look at specialized training or hands-on coaching. And this is where everything differs. It all comes down to what are you actually looking for? Because you can't compare those four things that I just mentioned. It's not a direct comparison. It's like comparing apples to oranges. It's not the same thing. The first one, 24-hour gym, this gives you access to equipment you probably don't know how to use. It's a big space, or well, they vary in size, but it's a large space. It has all the bells and whistles, all of this large equipment, free weights, but you might not, how to, you might not know how to use any of this equipment. So that might not be any good for you. But it's a still, it's, a, it's an option nonetheless. Then you've got the group fitness classes. A lot of people look at these and they think, this will help keep me motivated. If I'm in a room with 10, 20, 30, 40 different people, it's going to keep me motivated. You know, this option is, it's a lot of people in a room with music blaring and somebody at the front saying, hey, look at me. Then you've got the boot camps. You know, basically somebody to, there to beat you into a pulp, to leave you feeling absolutely exhausted. And then the last one, coaching or specialized training, hands-on, this one helps you as an individual reach a unique target or goal. And this is where goals, they have different, they have different baskets, shall we say. One basket might be weight loss. You wanna lose body fat and improve your body composition, the way that you look. That's a basket, that's a goal. It's a, gen it's a general goal, and then there's different sort of sub-goals, shall we say, within that. Then you have building muscle, hypertrophy. So maybe you're on the lean or skinny side, and you want to actually change the way that your body looks in terms of becoming bigger, more defined, and having more muscle to display. Then you might have more of a cardiovascular goal. You might want to run a marathon, do a triathlon, do an obstacle course race, improve your 1500 meter time trial. There's a lot of different goals there. Each modality, so each type of service, shall we call it, 24 hour gym, group fitness class, boot camp, coaching, hands-on coaching, they will all impact the way that you get to that goal. Some will help you get there in a really quick manner. Some won't even get you there. And I know this for a fact, a lot of people have a specific goal and they are doing the wrong type of training to get there. So this is why people go to group fitness classes for years on end and their body never changes. They're lifting these little piddly ass weights and they wanna be strong. How the fuck are you going to get strong lifting two and a half kilos on a barbell, squatting? You're lifting the same weights doing a bicep curl as you are doing lunges, rows, presses, deadlifts. It shouldn't be fucking happening. And this is, as 
like I said, as a coach, I'm a coach first. I want people to get the best. I want you, the listener, hearing these words, I want you to get the best results possible, which is why I'm trying to inform you about the decision-making process of what should you do. Should you go it alone and try and figure it out? It's taken me 12 years to get to the point that I'm at. 12. I've invested a lot of time, effort, and money into study, research, paying coaches, upskilling, going to seminars, and all of the rest of it. It's up to you if you want to go it alone. That's the that's an option. It's not the option, it's an option. You can choose to do that if you want to. And I understand everybody has a budget and finances to consider. And that's precisely why I bring this up. If you pick the most convenient option, it may not be the best fit for you. And if you want the best, you may or may not be able to afford it. Again, this is where a lot of times I'm very transparent with people who reach out to me. I say, hey, what is your goal? It's pretty quick. I'm pretty good at establishing whether somebody wants you know, a very quick fix and they want a four week challenge or if they want somebody to just tell them that they're doing great when maybe they're not versus somebody who's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to reach this goal. I'm, I'm all in. Just tell me what to do. Give me a program to follow. I'll do it to the best of my ability. Let's go for the long haul. And this is, this is a phrase I learned years and years ago. If you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. And yes, again, there are some exceptions to this rule, but generally speaking, in life, you get what you pay for. This comes in the form of the produce and groceries that you buy. There are certain places which charge more. Their food is more expensive. And it's because it is probably a higher quality. There are some types of stores who do not deliver. So you have to actually drive to the store and pick it up like you used to be able to do, or like you used to have to do. That is less convenient. I'm not saying one is better than the other. You've got to find the right fit for you and your situation. You have to ask yourself, do you want the best? Do you want the most convenient? A 24 hour, 24 seven gym is cheap. It is convenient. They're fucking, they're everywhere. They're just about on every street corner. But for most people, it doesn't help them reach their goals. Most people have a life, a career, friends, family, social commitments. So I wouldn't expect the majority of people to be skilled in the art of programming, writing a strength program. I wouldn't imagine that most people, and I know most people don't know how to periodize their training. So this is why a lot of people, they find something in a magazine and they think, oh, I'll do that, that looks cool. Well, the person demonstrating that lunge looks awesome. They've got big biceps, they've got abs. So if I do that, I could, I could become like that. It's an easy distinction. Monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> but again, it's, is this reality? The, the expectation in something like that, where you're reading a fitness magazine, and they say, four weeks to ripped abs, 21 days to 21 inch arms, or whatever, whatever the catchphrase is. You have to think about you and your situation. Do you know what you're doing in the gym? Can you say with certainty, you know what you're doing? So do you know which exercises you should be performing? 
And then, can you actually perform those exercises correctly? And this is where people, it's about actually developing what's called proprioception, because a lot of people think they know how to squat, for example. And then when I actually have a look at their squat, or I take a video, or I take a photo from a few different angles and show them their squat, they're like, oh, is that what I look like? Is that what my squat looks like? Or I have somebody come in and I ask them a general question. Have you done push-ups before? Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. I've done push-ups before. Psh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Harold, can you show me three push-ups? Harold scoffs. You only want me to do three, just three. Yes, please. Harold drops down, gives me three push-ups. Okay, Harold, I just want to adjust a couple of things. Just put your hands like this. Just guide your elbows here. I'm just going to tap you on the stomach if you if you feel comfortable with that, just to get the core working a little bit harder. And we're just going to try this and give me another three the way that I've just showed you there. Harold does his three just with a lot of difficulty. How was that, Harold? Holy crap, that was a lot harder. All because I've shown Harold how to correct his technique. Harold thinks he's doing it correctly, but he's actually not doing it to the best of his ability. So again, you might think you know what you're doing, but do you actually? 24-7 gym is cheap, it's convenient, but it doesn't help people who don't know what they're doing. They get access to equipment that they don't know how to utilize. They don't know what program to do. They don't know how to progress. They don't know how to get started when they get really heavy weights in their hands. They don't know what to do if they fail a rep. What do you do if you have a bar on your chest? How do you get out of it? What's the escape route? This is why coaches exist. And again, coaches vary greatly. There are some absolutely phenomenal coaches. There are a few people who I really look up to. I love what they do. I follow them. I try to model their example. I'm still learning. I will never stop learning because I know there are people out there doing things which I can learn from and improve. It'll help me go to the next level. There are coaches who have been in the game for 10, 15, 20 years, experienced coaches with a track record of results. There are also newbies fresh out of TAFE or completing a six week course online, no less. And this is this will take me down a big rant, but think about this. If you've got somebody who's doing a personal training course online, and then they're going to help people hands-on, or whether it be digitally, online, even worse, work with weights. So you've just spent six weeks online behind a screen learning about how the body moves and functions. But there's no hands-on coaching there. There's no hands-on training. There's no hands-on correction. That's another type of trainer. They exist. And there are also people who happen to have a six-pack or they just have a really good body and they think, I look pretty fucking good. I wanna help other people look like I do. And maybe they've just got really good genetics. Maybe they've been living at home with mum and they've had their meals cooked for them and all they do is train. That's all they do, they eat, they sleep, and they train and repeat. Those types of people exist also. So my, my what I'm trying to get across to you is this. If you want the best results, search for the best coach. 
If you want the cheapest and most convenient, search for that. But don't expect to get the best service and the best value and the best program from the cheapest option because it does not exist. It is not out there. It's like a unicorn. It doesn't exist. No matter how hard you search, you won't find it. This is why I have always personally traveled for sport. When I used to live in Bunbury, I used to travel two hours. Well, I didn't travel. My mum drove me. I was very fortunate because she saw the value in it. She knew that in order for me to go to the next level, I needed to be, I didn't want to be, and I couldn't be a big fish in a small pond. So I traveled for sport from a young age. I traveled to Perth for competitions. I traveled to Queensland. My mum took my brother and I over to Queensland for the nationals where we both won gold. I wouldn't have had that opportunity had I stayed in my little pond. You see where I'm getting at here? I've always looked around for coaches, both near and far, and I've generally picked, uh, I've actually picked the least convenient option multiple times because it's the best option. If all you do is scroll on Instagram, hoping to find the best, the most life-changing fitness information, I wish you well on your journey. But don't be disappointed when that advice that you think is magical or life-changing doesn't work for you. Following influencers who look like models or superheroes, and they just so happen to sell supplements and, air quotes, custom programs for $29.99 a month. Don't be disillusioned when it does not work for you. You get what you pay for. This is why when people ask me for a discount, <laughs> I always picture a meme of a horse. And if you haven't seen it, I would actually encourage you to go and have a look for it. It's really funny. I actually really enjoy this. It says, there's a picture of a horse, okay? And it says, when a client asks you if you can do it cheaper, the picture, it starts with a stunning, highly detailed, photogenic picture that could be put in a museum. Think Picasso-style drawing. Phenomenal, world-class. And then the person asks, can you do it cheaper? The picture starts to transform to a picture that would be drawn by a two-year-old. So you're looking at this horse. It's on white paper. It's in charcoal or pencil. It's in a dark kind of color. Pencil because you can see the shading and the detailed lines. So the back of the horse looks fucking amazing. This is world class. This is the best horse you've ever fucking seen. Then the question gets posed, can you do it cheaper? And then the horse starts transforming. Those detailed lines don't look so good. They don't look so straight. It looks like something at the end of it you want to throw straight in the bin. Which one's better? Is it the rear of the horse where you've got the world class, you know, artist, painter, sculptor? Or is it the front of the horse that's drawn by the two-year-old? Again, it really comes back down to your highest values. What do you value most? And this isn't what's right or wrong. I'm just trying to paint the picture of why some people get really great results and some people spend years spinning their wheels. People, as humans, this is not me, this is not you as an individual, this is humans as a species, 
Humans will spend time, effort, and money on what is most important to them. This can be verified by looking at your bank statement. So if you think that's false, you go and have a look at what you've spent the most amount of money in the last 12 months. Whatever is highest on that list in terms of expenditure, expenses, investment, whatever you would like to call it, whatever is highest is what you value the most. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be spending that amount of money on it. So the question now becomes, if your body, your health and your fitness is high on your list of values, you will invest great amounts of time, effort and money into it. So this is not displayed by what you tell yourself. This is not displayed by what you verbalize. It is displayed by actions and reality. It's not what you say, it is what you do. So if your body and health and fitness are important, your life will demonstrate that. But if your body, health and fitness is an afterthought, if it's second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, twentieth on your list of priorities and values, you are going to spend minimal time, minimal effort, and very few dollars into improving it because you don't see the value in it. I hope this makes sense. I'm gonna give you an example. Last year, in 2020, the greatest year that ever was and will be, no. Uh, in 2020, I had, I had a lady reach out to me and she booked in for an initial consultation. So she went on my website, www.fullersc.com. She had a bit of a look around. She liked what she saw and the results that I provide. And she thought, hey, I should come and see Jessie. So she booked in for an initial consultation. So this particular lady, she she had a lot of weight to lose. That was my, that was her main goal. That was her main priority. And she came in. I always start people with a blank slate. People are going to come to me in all shapes and forms, different experiences, different mindsets, different attitudes, different levels of fitness strength. But anyway, she came in. She had a fantastic attitude, great attitude. She worked as hard as she could during the session, and she felt pretty tired afterwards. Uh, understandably, so it's it's not the most strenuous uh, session, the the initial consultation. It's more so that I can see, you know, how you move. What is your mobility? What is your strength level? What is your fitness level? What's your work capacity? How do you recover? What's your technique like? That's what it's designed for. She was pretty tired afterwards, but anyway, at the end of the session, I made so, uh, we had a bit of a chat about her goals, what she's done, what's what she what's worked, what hasn't. And I suggested the next steps for her. And I said, look, you're fairly new to strength training. You know, the technique on a few things wasn't quite as good as it could be. I think I can really help you improve this and incorporate, you know, a gradual, a progressive, uh, a progressive overloaded program, which meets you where you're at right now. I'd like you to come in for my foundations of fitness. For anybody who doesn't know, my foundations of fitness is a series of three one-to-one -one sessions. They each run for 60 minutes and it is to help simplify strength training because there's so many different exercises you could do. There are so many different pieces of equipment you could use, but they might not be the right fit for you. So it is a systematic program. It starts off at level one, shall we call it. Level one, base level. And then the second session, we progress. And then the third session, we progress again. Okay, so that's the, that's the format. And I explained to her how it'll help her towards her goals. 
and the stepping stone process that we sort of used. We're not gonna go from zero to hero overnight. It's gonna take time and it's gonna be a process, but we have to start where we're at and build from there. So I explained all of that and I said, it's $249 for the three sessions. And she kind of went quiet, mm. thinking it over. Okay, dollars, cents, yep. And she was very hesitant. And she told me, I've got to think about it. I've got to speak to my husband and, you know, about this, uh, this big expense. And again, humans spend money on what is important to her. So she's gone away and she's said, hey, I need to speak to my husband about this $249. Yet, this very same person has forked out money for not one, but two weight loss surgeries. So I'm not here to say what's right or wrong. I'm not here to vilify her. All I'm trying to do is give you the information. She thought $249 was a little bit expensive, but she's had two weight loss surgeries. So the mindset for this individual and what she has chosen, she opted for a quick fix. I want a surgery, I want the weight off here and now. Didn't work once, so she's gone back for round two. So she chose a quick fix type as opposed to a long-term solution to the problem. This person still has 40 kilos to lose. Very unfit, very weak. And this is not me being mean to her. This is, this is just facts. From what I saw and what she's told me, she has a lot of work to do and what she has tried hasn't worked for her. Yet $249 is expensive. Yet years after two attempts, she still isn't where she wants to be and she's complaining over $249. And everybody's going to have different perceptions. Some people will say 10 grand is cheap. Some people will say 10 grand is so expensive. I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. You can do what you want with your money. But it's all about value and getting the most out of what you deem important. You can extract as much value out of something as you want. So if you think paying $249 is too expensive for three sessions, you're right. That's your perception currently. And I've also had people who don't bat an eyelid who say, you know what you're talking about, Jesse. You're a professional. I can see you're serious about what you do. You know your shit. When can I book in? When can I come in? I want to come in today. Can I come in tomorrow? I'm ready. Because that person sees the value in coaching. So before you say coaching or a personalized program or hands-on training is too expensive, ask yourself, would you get better or worse results by doing that compared to going to a gym full of equipment you do not know how to use and a program you don't have? It's just something to think about. We all have choices. You choose what is best for you and your goals. Do you want the best or do you want the most convenient? If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.